Here at Nourished, we believe in nourishing the whole human. Mind, body, spirit, soul, heart. Because a nourished human creates a nourished community. This is Wherever It Takes Us, a podcast about everything. I'm Kim Moran, a life coach, mom, horse enthusiast, and entrepreneur. I'm David Codney, a dad, an explorer, an artist, and a lost soul. We've come together because we're curious about life, what it means to be human, how and why things are the way they are, and most importantly, why no one talks about this stuff in real and meaningful ways. Join us each week as we dive into things that we're not supposed to say out loud. We're not experts, but we're real people. Hi, Kim. For all for all of you at home that are listening, Kim Kim has blue hair right now, like a blue hair wig and and mirror sunglasses on. Yeah. And and we're sitting in a cafe. Yeah. And on a Zoom call. Yeah, it's awesome. This Why not? You know, David, I was really feeling like we only got this one chance. Why is everyone serious? I watched a Tucker Carlson video yesterday where he was blaming mass shootings on mental health issues smoking marijuana and women. marijuana and, and women? women. Yeah. Cause women harp on men too much and they basically emasculate them. And so why wouldn't they go shoot guns at people? <laughs> <laughs> I think of like, I think of like the old, remember the 1950s movies shows that they would like watch in high school, like reefer madness. Remember that? Remember that yeah. whole thing? I think everybody's yeah. seen clips of like reefer madness. You smoke one marijuana and all of a sudden you're go, you're going out for mass shootings. I find it so interesting because typically, like if you look at crime data, people with mental health issues commit the least amount of crimes. Oh, okay. So that's the first thing. Second thing is how many violent crimes perpetrated under the influence of marijuana? I would like to know that. And maybe I'll look that up while we're talking, but I know women can be difficult. I'm a woman. I understand this, but to blame mass shootings on women talking to men about, you know, just getting on them and making them feel worthless is I, I'm not buying it. Why? I'm just not. Anyway, that got me thinking, you know, how sad it is that every time somebody acts up in our society, now we have to say that they have a mental health issue. It also, it also begs the question is mental health a spectrum Because I think someone says that person is mentally healthy, like mental health is walking the edge every day because you can fall off the edge real quick. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, no, this is, this is, it's fascinating because I can't, it's hard for me to sit down and say someone who makes a crime, i.e. a mass shooting is mentally stable to begin with. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't see that. Right. So I don't see how I don't see how it isn't a mental health issue. It is a mental health issue. However, there's a difference between okay, so so this is the conversation I was having attorney yesterday, and we were talking about if somebody is really mentally ill, are they held to the same standard as someone who's I, I don't know the politically correct words. Just spit it out. 
sane or, you know, not mentally ill. I, I don't know. I'm truly sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone, but so, so everyone who commits my, my assertion was that everyone who commits crimes is in some way, I, I mean, other than accidents, which are like manslaughter, but like, if you commit like serious crimes, I would argue that all people are mentally ill that commit serious crimes. I don't know how you murder someone and not have some kind of trauma and whatever led you to murder that person was obviously a trauma. And so, and who is without trauma? Like who gets to 40 and doesn't have some kind of trauma? I don't know. Right, right, right. right, Anyway, I'm going to be quiet. No, no, don't be quiet on this because I'm just fascinated by this. We, I remember a conversation that you and I had with Unindale thing. And I said, this is a mental health thing. And you corrected me really quickly and said, this is not a mental health thing on this stuff. And I believe a lot of these things are, I believe a lot of these issues are. And I think, look, we live in Los Angeles, right? And I think we are the epitome of mental health crisis because you see it all over the place. I, I don't believe that someone with a quote unquote this is good. We're just get slippery. It's slippery because let's, let's backtrack here for a second. Part of mental health thing is there's a difference between having a diagnosis with a mental health issue or being mentally health, mental health. <laughs> it's hard to say mentally healthy, or it's hard to judge someone's sanity level. And isn't it always fluctuating in some ways? Like if we're thinking of this as like, like I feel that most people in the world right now are suffering some kind of mental health frailty due to what has happened to us in the past couple of years. Not to say you're, you don't have mental good mental health, but that, that living through a pandemic, a global pandemic has caused stress in people and for some, ah, but see, there's much a worse, difference. But no, but wait, for some people, it was very traumatic. Some people lost uh, lovers, parents, children, um, friends. Some people were stuck at home with an abusive partner. Some people were raising children, which is very stressful. And maybe the marriage wasn't great to begin with. So, like, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not talking. There are levels of trauma. And there are levels of stress. And I think where you were prior to these things going down probably had an impact on how you weathered the storm. Agreed. My note, my notation on this would be there's a difference between stress and mental health. I, I, or or maybe, and maybe this is, maybe this is, this is where we say PTSD is. Yeah, no, I understand, but I'm saying, look, I think I have, I have friends, a friend who did not do good during the pandemic. He's crazy. He came out on the other end really bad. Um, he's just not normal. I think the stress heightened his mental health issue that he has to begin with. It's undiagnosed. But I also think you have other people that went through a stressful time. Just because you go through a stressful time doesn't mean you have a mental health issue. No. And what they say about PTSD is two people can experience the same trauma and not develop PTSD. Sure. So if you're in a car accident and you know, you, or you're in war, you witness something very violent. One person might walk away with a diagnosis of PTSD and the other not. 
it, it really depends on so many factors. But I was also getting annoyed that every time, like I said before, every time someone misbehaves, they're saying, oh, they're suffering with a mental health issue, which I think takes away from people that actually are dealing with mental health issues. And the question then is, are, are those people also just dealing with mental health issues that they would behave badly and not diagnosed? Or are they using mental health? Like there was a funny episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David started saying that he had autism so he could get away with saying what he says and not get blamed for it. And they, and they caught him. But, you know, recently Elon Musk di- was diagnosed uh, with Asperger's syndrome, which is a, it's a, it's on the autism spectrum and a bunch of people, you know, have been recently diagnosed. And, and I'm wondering, you know, I mean, I have a son who's diagnosed on the autism spectrum. So to me, that feels a little bit, are you really, I, I don't know, there's a spectrum. So it's like, but why is that important for you? I don't know, David. I don't know. I just feel like, you know how we say everyone's a victim. I feel like sort of now everyone's saying like, I have a mental health issue and well, look, and everyone can have it. The yeah. reality of it is everybody can have a mental health issue. Everybody can. There are some that are debilitating and there's some that are not. I, I think the, cha- the challenge is what is, what is debilitating? What is not, what is allowed to be excused and what is not. We're not talking about the crackhead who's sitting over here on the end of my street over here, who's running around naked, screaming at some black dragon, you know, every Saturday morning. Cause I see him off. He's nice. His name's Ralph. I'm totally joking. There's no guy named Ralph, but, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's a big difference between crackhead meth heads that are just gone. Right. And someone who's got a little PTSD from, you know, whatever. I mean, this is, this is the hard part about this. This is, this is where it justifies things. I don't think a normal person though, who goes and shoots up a school, goes shoots up a grocery store, builds a bomb, Bill puts it in a truck and blows up half a building or even uh, Kaczynski, you know, Kaczynski who built bombs and shipped them off to people is not a normal person. And, and maybe this is the problem. Maybe it is about normality and what is the, what is the societal norm rather than what is mental health and what is not. And maybe that's where we've, we've gone astray because what is, what is acceptable? What is not? Well, and this is the thing. So, so I was at the grocery store talking to Jaime And he was telling me about a person who went off on one of the team members at this grocery store. And Mm -hmm. the person was like totally shaken, physical threat and verbally abusive. Right. And is that person struggling with a mental health issue or are they rude? And where do you draw the line? And they could be both, right? They could be both. But also like who gets that shaken by getting screamed at? No, physically threatened, I said. Oh, so they got physically threatened? Yeah. Yeah, but I also sit there and think like, what? I mean, come yeah, on. But David, like, come on, like, picture yourself like a woman who's five two, and okay. some big person is coming at you and physically threatening you. Like that would that would be intimidating. You could, yeah, see. I could, I could see how it's intimidating. Sure. Yeah. But also, I mean, I go back to the thing. It, it do, this goes back to my theory that the majority of the world has turned into vaginas. I really believe that majority majority of Americans have really turned into a soft culture now where they play the victim and oh, it's wait, like who's the victim in that story? Oh <laughs> you're saying that the grocery store checker is yes. playing a victim? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, come on, you got yelled at. Did you get punched in the face? No. Well, maybe. 
I mean, I, I didn't see the incident. I just heard about it. But but what I'm saying is this, you shouldn't have to go to work and have someone physically intimidating you and threatening you. And by the way, you don't know if they have a gun. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're you're no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. You don't know these days. You don't know if they're yeah, you don't know who you're dealing with. And so so you know, it's it's difficult. It's very difficult because we want to be kind and compassionate and understanding and we want to solve problems. But I don't think this is this is something that I really think. I think that we, you know, there's this thing in the AA or whatever that you have to admit that you have a problem. That's the first step, I think. You have to admit that you're you have a problem. Um, and so we brought this up a while ago when we found out 70% of P- Americans are on uh, prescription medication. Probably a lot of those are for some mental health issues. And I made the assertion on our first mental health episode that I don't think this is working for anybody. And I think the first thing that that has to be done in order to do anything next is you have to admit that you have a problem. I think we have a problem. We have a problem in this country on medication, or we have a problem in this country that we have mental health issues, or we have a problem. What what's the problem? Yeah, that's a that's a really good first question. We have a problem where we have so many problems, but I mean, I think when we talk about mental health issues, and last week we talked about freedoms and economic freedoms in different countries. And you said that we have more millionaires here than anywhere in the world. And my thinking was that there's there's got to be other factors, right, that determine whether a place is good to live in or not. And I think one of them is, you know, how are you functioning as a society and are the people's needs met? And and so we're talking about mental health now. We're seeing mental health crisis. I've heard it referred to. And so if we're in a mental health crisis, then we have to admit that we're having a problem in this country. But what, what mental health gives you a pass? I don't think at any level are you allowed to have a pass though, just because you have a mental health issue, are you allowed to have a pass to act like an asshole or break the law or whatever? What's the word I want to say? Become a menace. At no point should you be allowed to become a menace just because you have a mental health issue, regardless of whether or not it's an excuse, regardless of whether or not it's a factor. Yeah, I guess that the, the term menace would have to be defined, right? But I mean, think about this. We don't, because we don't have a lot of tolerance for difference. No, we don't. Like a, so, so menace, some, I could be a menace the way this, that I look right now. Could you be a fucking menace. are a menace, Kim. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is then that's a slippery slope. Well, I mean, menace like rape, murder, uh, theft. Um, Drunk I mean, driving. Drunk driving, absolutely. You know, I think that's a huge one. You know, I think we've all been guilty of it. Yeah, I mean, just because, but you can have a mental health issue that's caused you to make bad decisions. That doesn't necessarily mean that you get away with it, though. You can't just sit there and be like, "Wow, I was I'm bipolar, and she looked at me funny, and I couldn't handle it, so I beat the shit out of her." That doesn't excuse you. It doesn't. I agree with you. Plus, I don't think a normal, normal person, I think normal is the wrong thing to say, but give me another word for it. I don't know. A sane person. Neurotypical. Neurotypical. Sure. I I don't think a 
a neurotypical person does a lot of these heinous crimes that we see though. And I think that's part of the problem. But okay. So here's a fine line um, type of a thing. I'm going along. I'm totally feeling like I'm fitting in whatever that means. I'm neurotypical. I don't have any. And then all of a sudden something really terrible happens to my whole family. And all of a sudden I'm alone in the world. I'm going to go off the edge. I'm going to go off the deep end. Right. And so I, the, you said something earlier, which is like, we're just walking this fine line and what is mental health and does it fluctuate, you know, with circumstances? Agreed. A thousand percent agreed. But just because you're not mentally strong or you're mentally weak at a moment and you decided or didn't decide or whatever your actions, whatever actions you make, you still need to be held accountable for them. Regardless of what your mental stability is, regardless of what your mental health is, regardless of uh, whatever, you had a bad day, you got pissed off. So you decide to fucking pop one off and shoot somebody. I mean, that can't that can't happen. Tucker Carlson, it plays, women. It, it, play, it plays it plays out in so many subtle ways. I mean, I don't know. You know, I hate to bring up pop culture, but there was that whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard fucking trial. Amber Turd. And she was calling him crazy and he was trying to prove that she was a little bit nutty too. And so it's not just in mass shootings, you know, it's, it's everyday stuff. Yeah. Well, they were both crazy. Let's be honest here. They're both and we whacked don't, that's out. Not the word that we should probably be using. Well, then what's the word? What's the word I, I want to no say? Idea, someone like who shits in someone else's bed and someone who's in love with her madly. They're both, they're both creatives. Let's say that. They're both creatives and they're just odd ducks. Well, that brings up another idea, which is to be really creative. Don't you have to be kind of a touch mad? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm creative and I don't feel like I'm a touch mad. I think that you're a little mad. You're, you're got a toe outside the box. I I agree with the fact that I have a toe outside the box, but I don't think it necessarily makes me crazy. I mean, I definitely this have is why listen. it's so hard to like, what kind of crazy are you? You know, because everybody's kind of crazy, but what's your crazy? And is it criminally crazy? You know, the criminally insane, that was a thing. Or is it functionally crazy? You know, what do you call OCD? That's the problem. It's like the same. It's it's spectrums. Everything is spectrums here. Everything right? is spectrums. That's what I, that's the main thing that I came away with. This is everything is spectrums. Tucker Carlson said women are responsible for mass shootings. And nobody, are you surprised uh, by this? I'm not surprised at all. Well, no, what surprises me is that this hasn't made bigger news that some Jack, Jack clown sits on TV and says women and marijuana. Like, what are you fucking 1920? Like, what is this? Like, like, and, and antidepressants, by the way, he said. Antidepressants, what causes this? Mm-hmm. Antidepressants, women, marijuana, pretty much his formula for, What's going wrong in America? Ah, yes. Antidepressants, <laughs> women, and marijuana. The three wise men. Ah, yes. But no alcohol, though. Alcohol's no. fine. No alcohol, no firearms. He didn't mention any of that, though. So I just find it funny because I really feel like if you are a depressed person who's taking antidepressants and sometimes smoking marijuana and hanging out with someone who's like, hey, get off your ass and do something, like that sounds like a pretty good uh, way to get good mental health. Yeah. Right. It doesn't sound like a recipe for um, violence. 
No, I smoke marijuana. And I'll tell you what, when I smoke marijuana, I'm not exactly motivated to go do things. No, you're like sitting on your couch eating. Yeah, I sit on my couch and play video games. So I don't know. He's a he's a special human. All right. So what do, what do we solve during this conversation, Kim? That everyone's on a spectrum of mental health. You can't hide your bad behavior at a certain age, I would say, because I mean, children who are dealing with mental health issues, obviously they're not as responsible for their behavior, but that at a certain point you are responsible to manage your mental health and well-being. Yeah. There's, there's, there's gotta be responsibility for actions taken. Yeah. And we have to allow for people to have different expression, you know, and be tolerant of that, but not be accepting of, you know, violence or rude behavior. I like it. All right, David. Good day. Good day. I said good day. I said good day. If you liked wherever it takes us, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Share the episode with someone who you think would like it. Leave us a five-star rating and write a review. We appreciate it.